0: All righty, hello again, everyone, and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter podcast, the 28th day of August, 2023. Happy Monday to you. I am Derek Hunter. I am your host. And it's not a particularly happy Monday because it's not a particularly happy Sunday. Got uh, some really horrible news, got a phone call this afternoon that uh, my friend Joe the plumber had passed. He'd been fighting pancreatic cancer for about a year, they discovered it late, he was 49 years old, he has three young children, a young wife, Um, but she called this afternoon, and let us know. So this show is going to be—it's going to be—he'd be pissed off at me if I didn't do something normal. So I will do a normal show, but I won't do a whole normal show just because. Um, not really in the mood for it, but I'll do my best. I'll get through it. I'll fake it till you make it. But yeah, if uh, you go to my Twitter feed, if you can, if you're so inclined, if you can, you give—they've got a give, send, go to help the family they set it up before they set it up about a couple months ago um he i talked to him two weeks ago i think two or three weeks ago i called him so i uh just to check in just to see what's going on and they just they were getting ready to move to wisconsin where his wife's family lives he wanted them to i didn't i was he didn't say anything to me about it. That was the reason. I should have known that was the reason. I just thought it was, I didn't know. He didn't. He wasn't the kind of guy who would tell you how bad it was. I just saw some pictures of him and said, okay, he's lost a lot of weight. I don't know like what's going on because I talked to him, but I hadn't seen him in a while. And I guess I haven't seen him since last year, I think it was. So um, call him up. His energy seemed fine. His spirits were definitely good. But they were moving to Wisconsin to be closer to family, which I thought, okay, well, he goes through all these treatments and everything. He wants to be closer to family. That makes sense. I knew it wasn't his family, but her family, his wife's family. And then uh, he passed. He, he, according to his wife, he was, he said, we made it. He wanted to get them near family. But to have all the distractions for the kids, his kids are, I think his, old, well his oldest son is in his 20s, but he's got uh, three young kids that are uh, 10 or below or 12 or below for sure. Um, old enough or young enough to not mind playing with a five and a four-year-old or five and three-year-old when we were at their house. So, and that was a couple years ago. So, uh, probably under 10. But... They'll thankfully have all the distractions that you want and you need in those sorts of circumstances. But keep uh, Samuel Joseph Wurzelbacher and his family in your prayers, if you don't mind. Because it sucks. Fuck cancer. And uh, check out, it's Give, Send, Go. It's in my uh, my Twitter feed. And yeah, that's it. So let's get on with the rest of the pro- the contest and everything. Is just going to be... Just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. All right. Um, so <clears throat> there is other news. There is audio that I will get to. And I tell you, I'll do as best a normal show as I can. Um, but it's just one of those days. Um, <clears throat> the big news of the weekend was this mass shooting in Jacksonville, Florida. I don't know a whole lot about it. I haven't been following the news all that closely this weekend, and it seems more like a local story. And it's a horrible thing when four people are killed. There's no question about it, but, or three people were killed. But it was apparently racially motivated by an evil, evil person. And so it is, well, no, let me say this. It was racially motivated But it's the way that the media cares about racial motivation. And so it is getting reported nationally. And it will. And it will be the biggest story for the next couple of days because the alternative would be to report on the fact that I believe Joe Biden's going back to Rehoboth Beach after uh, two weeks of vacation and then sort of a week of not vacation and then another week of vacation where he took one day and went to Hawaii and made a complete ass out of himself. The president will be going back to the beach this coming week. Not for the whole week, I don't think, but we'll see. Because why not? When you don't care, (laughs) when you have the arrogance of the protection of the state, and the state is more than just government, the state is the media, you don't have to give zero Fs. You don't have to give any Fs. You don't have to care. It doesn't matter. They'll protect you. They know their job. So this story from Reuters, I'm sure Joe will go to Florida over this. Why? Because Ron DeSantis is from Florida and it was a white guy killing black people. So there you go. That makes Democrats care about it. Reuters reports a white man, right there, the second word, only because white man starting off the paragraph, starting off the story, sounds stupid and is incorrect. So they throw an A up there. A white man armed with a high-powered rifle and a handgun, killed three black people at a Dollar General store in Jacksonville, Florida, on Saturday before shooting himself in what local law enforcement described as a racially motivated crime. Quote, the shooting was racially motivated and he hated black people, Jacksonville Sheriff T.K. Waters told a press conference. The suspect, who Waters described as a white man wearing a tactical vest, was not identified. Waters said all three victims, two men and a woman, were black. Now, his name has since been identified. I'm not going to do that. There's apparently a manifesto. It's weird. That's been released. We still don't have the tranny manifesto out of Nashville. Why not? Because I'm sure it's filled with leftist propaganda and probably a love letter to MSNBC. They don't want that out there. It is pledging loyalty to the DNC. Who the hell knows? We don't have that. But this one we got. This one we got. Now, Nothing. To, the guy is an evil son of a bitch and he's rotting in hell. Let me just give you a, a bit of uh, an ask, a nice ask, if you would. If you're going to commit a murder-suicide, anybody, do the suicide part first. All right? We cannot impress that upon people enough. If you're going to do a murder-suicide, do the suicide bit first. Do it. Do it that way. Do it in that order. Leave other people alone leave innocent people alone. And even if you perceive them to not be innocent, to be guilty of something, leave them alone. You want to be a hero? There you go. That would make you a hero in my book. Do the suicide part first. But my problem isn't that this story is being reported. My problem is that this story is being elevated to the point that it is the most important story of the weekend. It is the most important story possibly ever. When it is strictly, it's a play for Democrats to make a, another push for gun control. And they are. And it is a push for Democrats to again talk about, oh, this country's wildly horribly racist, this country's horrible awful, fundamentally so, down to its core, founded on it, blah, 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 all the usual crap that they give you about these sorts of things. It can't just be that somebody evil did something evil. Whatever the reason is, somebody evil did something evil. Because that's what happened here. There are some people who recognize this, including the aforementioned sheriff. Who, at a press conference, told the world what was going on, what happened here? Now, his name is. Uh, let me see here. Let me see this? I just accidentally copied that. His name is T.K. Or no, sorry. His name is yeah no, it's T.K. Waters. He is the Jacksonville County Sheriff, and as these leftists scramble over dead bodies desperate to try and get attention, desperate to try and get their agenda advanced. Sheriff Waters is not having any of it. Listen to him talk about guns. This is not guns. He does what I... He's in a position much better than I am because he's a law enforcement officer with a gun on his hip talking about how this is an inanimate object and it requires somebody, a human being, to do the evil listen to this. Well, we have to stop people that have bad intentions. Guns is the, the story is always about guns. It's the people are bad. This guy's a bad guy. If I could take my gun off right now, and I lay it on this counter. Nothing will happen. It'll sit there. But as soon as a wicked person grabs a hold of that handgun and starts shooting people with it, there's the problem. The problem is the individual. Now, guns are a tool that people use to do, do, do horrible things. But, um, It's the individuals that that wield these things. So we we are working hard to try to to stop that. Yes, it is the individuals who wield these things. Guns are a tool. So to sit there and blame the gun is, I would, no, I'm past the giving uh, the uh, benefit of the doubt to these people. I'm past the point of giving the benefit of the doubt to these people. They are not misinterpreting things. They are not getting things wrong. They are deliberately doing it, and they will continue to do it because they have an agenda, an agenda uber alles. Of course, Jackson, everybody's getting involved. Fox News has a story, Jaguars Shad Khan on Jacksonville shooting, quote, hatred cannot be a choice. Okay. I don't know who Shad Khan is. Apparently he owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I, I don't know football team owners. I just don't, Um, because why would anybody? But in this story, in Fox News, the subheadline is three people were killed in a racially motivated shooting at a Jacksonville store, police said. I wonder how many people were killed for any reason, because it doesn't really matter why you were killed, I don't think, to the people killed and to their family members, in Chicago over this weekend. Just saying. These uh, Jaguars team owner, Shad Khan, released a statement following a shooting at a Jacksonville, Florida store. That left three people dead Saturday afternoon. Police said blah, blah, blah. It goes on, it goes on, it goes on. And then he's talking about you got to love each other. He's some rich guy, whatever, I'm sure. This is like the fifth or sixth paragraph. Waters, meaning the chief, said that the shooter was in his 20s and used a Glock handgun and a semi-automatic rifle with at least one of them having a swastika painted on it. Sounds, again, like a horrible douche. He also said the shooter was wearing a bullet restraint vest and once had been involved in a 2016 domestic violence incident and was once involuntarily committed to a mental hospital for examination. Now that that caught my eye. That perked me up. That was okay, wait a second. That doesn't seem like I don't know, I'm not an expert on the laws on gun laws, but other people are, such as John Lott. John Lott is the uh, president of the Crime Prevention Research Center. Brilliant guy, knows this stuff inside and out. He tweeted out this story and saying that gun control was not going to stop this. He says, quote, The Jacksonville murderer who killed three people, quote, was once involuntarily committed to a mental hospital. End quote. That's the quote from the story. He says, he was banned from getting guns, but got two guns anyway. Huh. Prohibited people still get the guns. The Rahimi case before SCOTUS is just such a case. Okay. We're not going to go into the Rahimi case, but it is interesting that this guy's criminal record, this guy's history of mental health, prohibited him, according to the guy who would know, John Lott, that he is not allowed or entitled to a gun he has been disqualified for abuse for criminal abuse whatever yet he got it shouldn't we be focusing on where the failure is wouldn't it be nice and you can't know you can't fix a leak in your roof if you don't first discover where the leak is you cannot find and fix a problem until you actually define what the problem is, to you discover where the problem is, where the fault lies. These people, these sorts of people with criminal histories, with mental health histories, who we've all decided legally and constitutionally can be restricted at a minimum, exercising their Second Amendment rights because of their past activities, are still getting through the system. It's not like they're buying them out of trunks of cars in the corner of uh, some sketchy neighborhood. They are purchasing them legally, apparently. Should we not find out how that happens? Rather than go further and restrict the rights of people who have done nothing, the vast majority of gun owners, by the way, who have done nothing wrong, maybe, just maybe, you want to turn your attention to find out how it is that these people keep slipping through the cracks keep slipping through the cracks. They do. Damn it, they do. But you'd have to be interested in that. You'd have to be interested in actually addressing the problem rather than losing it. Use, I mean, using it. Using it to their advantage. That's what you have to do. That's, what, that's the choice before Democrats. And every single time, every single time, they choose to use it rather than fix it. You plug the holes? What if you stopped all the crazy people, all the uh, mentally unstable people, all the criminal record people, what if you stopped them from getting guns legally? Well, then you wouldn't be really, you'd have a really horrible argument for restricting the rights of you and me, who've done nothing. It'd be a really horrible argument against that. They don't want to do that so they ignore it. They don't fix it. They can't, they can't address it. They can't even really acknowledge it, because to acknowledge it would be to acknowledge their own failure. So you just end up in a situation where they simply don't care. This is an opportunity for the left to advance a narrative that has nothing to do with guns, that has everything to do with progressivism. And so I looked up, and this has been circulating on social media. There's a lot of these different examples. Because, you know, you just don't hear about, <clears throat> you hear about these shootings only if the racial configuration goes one way. I promise you the more people were shot in Chicago, not to belittle or undercut or deny the, the horror down in Jacksonville, but to illustrate how awful the media is and just how racist and stoking of racism The media is. This is 11 Alive. This is a news station down in Georgia. I don't know what kind of affiliate it is. It's just 11alive.com. The number 11 and then alive.com. It's a couple stories from them. One headline New details released in Manhunt Death of alleged mass shooter in Henry County. Did you hear about a mass shooter in Henry County, Georgia? No, I probably didn't. Four people were killed. In this mass shooting in Henry County, four people were killed is weird. That's one more than three. Horrible as each is. But four people were killed. Said so the suspected gunman who killed four people in a Hampton subdivision was shot and killed by law enforcement Sunday after authorities said he'd fired at officers in an ambush style situation, then stole a police canine vehicle and fled into the woods. Now, this story, just for your frame of reference, is not new. This story was originally published on July 17th, 2023. Okay, so not that long ago, but still very similar. Somebody randomly shot people for whatever reason. Now, there's another story from, uh, I guess it was July 15th, the shooting happened. This story is July 15th. The headline, here's everything we know so far about the mass shooting in Henry. Andre, the sub-headline, Andre Longmore was shot and killed by officers during the manhunt on Sunday. So the guy's already dead. Who did it? It Says after an hours long manhunt, the alleged gunman who shot and killed four people. He's alleged alleged he's dead. All right. He did it. He's dead. He's not going to sue you. Uh, In Henry County, Saturday morning is now dead after the shooting with authorities in Clayton County Sunday. Police said 40 year old suspect Andre Longmore was killed, blah, blah, blah. And see, uh, days after he opened fire in the South Metro Atlanta community, killing three men and one woman. Now you scroll through these things and then you learn what had happened. Scott Levitt. These are the victims. Scott Levitt, sixty-seven-year-old man who lives in Dogwood Lakes Drive, who lived on Dogwood Lakes Drive. Shirley Levitt, Scott's wife, sixty-six years old woman who lived in Dogwood Lakes Drive. Scott Blizzard, a sixty-five-year-old man who lived on Dogwood Lakes Drive, and Ron Jeffers, a sixty-six-year-old man who lived on Dogwood Ridge. They're all white, and the killer is a black man. Now. Was there a racial motivation to this? I don't know. But if it were reversed, do you think they would go, we can't report that, we just don't know? Absolutely not. I want to play for you. Again, this is not to belittle what's been going on and what happened in Jacksonville, but to show you and belittle the evilness of the left-wing media. Because, and make no mistake, they truly, truly, truly are evil, garbage human beings. This is the local news report from 11 Alive about this situation and well, just listen to it. The Hampton community knows it may never get the answers neighbors are looking for as they grieve for people killed in a mass shooting. Our team was there as the community honored Scott and Shirley Leavitt, Steve Blizzard and Ron Jeffrey during a vigil. They were killed when police say Andre Longmore began shooting in the Dogwood Lakes neighborhood. Hampton Police Chief James Turner also took time to think of the suspect's family. The mother of the suspect is a victim as well. She has lost her son. There is an online fundraiser right now for the Leave it family. If you'd like to help, we have the link for you on 11alive.com. That's the whole story. That's it. And the police chief, I don't know what the hell's wrong with this, the mother of the, the killer is a victim, too, because she lost her son. Oh, no, the poor dear. Oh, no, the poor... I can't believe if the police chief in this case said, you know what, the killer down there in Jacksonville, his family's a victim, too. They lost their son or their brother or whatever the hell he is. They lost, it's a horrible, horrible trade. The fecal storm that would be unleashed would be unmatched. It would be unbelievable. But have you ever heard of this story out of No, you wouldn't. Now, there are a whole bunch of other stories I don't have time to go into, and I haven't had time to research. People were tweeting about, hey, what about this one? Hey, what about that one? You can play that kind of game. But the real reason this is getting national coverage is because the left wants to use it to divide people. The left wants to use it to say, see, this country is wildly racist. One person did something horrible and unspeakable. One evil son of a bitch did something horrible and unspeakable. And that is supposed to represent our country. Now, it's weird. Juxtapose that with anything that goes in the opposite direction. Let's just say that, I don't know, some sort of worldwide pandemic occurs because... It uh, you know, it was leaked from a lab, a virus was leaked from a lab where they were doing gain of function experiments. And you can't even mention that as a possibility. Why? Because the left is convinced that that would mean a whole, you can't judge. You, Americans would do nothing but judge everybody Asian as being guilty of this, which is asinine. They think so little of us. And then it would lead to an uptick in violent crime against people who look that way. 9-11, what did they immediately do? Not all Muslims, not any Muslims. And we can't really say that this wasn't real Muslims. And don't even mention that it was Muslims. It was just some dudes, 19 dudes on a dare did this sort of thing. And you go, "Why why are you doing this? Why are you bastardizing reality like this? Well, because if we acknowledge the truth of this situation, well, a whole bunch of people will go out and commit hate crimes against Muslims. And they'll say, oh, see, they did go up. No, they didn't. Bogus recording, uh, reporting of them did, but hate crimes did not go up because Americans, unlike leftist journalists, are not mindless idiots who just go, well, we gotta go get the Rick up truck and go beat up anybody who doesn't look like us. That's what they think we are. That's actually what they are. That's what they do. That's how they do it. They just do it in the other direction. See, the whole country is racist. One white dude did something evil. All white people are evil. White nationalism, white supremacy is evil. No, racism is evil. White supremacy is one form of racism. There's black supremacy. There's Asian users. Everybody has a group of people who goes, this is it. We're the best. We're We're superior to everybody else. But those people get a pass because that's who Democrats want to vote for them. See, you're not going to probably get a whole bunch of... White people are the dumbest people on the face of the earth, let's be honest about it, because there's a whole section of us who will sit there and be called every name in the book and be accused of being responsible for everything horrible you can possibly imagine, and there's a good 40% of us going, yeah, that sounds about right, we really do suck, we're terrible, we need to get rid of us. Nobody else would do that. Nobody else would go, you know what, you're right, we suck, let's... Let's get rid of it. Let's go after it and then vote. Again, we need to vote. We need to punish those people. Punish everybody who looks like me because somebody who looks like me did something horrible. There's no other race that does that. It's the power of progressivism that just brainwashes stupid people. It's sickening. Not surprising. Democrats will do anything that works, but it is just one of those things where you're like, are you kidding me? This is this is your argument. And you turn to the person next to you. Can you believe they're trying to pull this crap? You're racist now. Vote for me. And they, uh, the person next to you goes, yeah, you know, they got a point. We are racist. I mean, we're horrible. We're fundamentally racist. I busted my ass and I got a good job. And that's obviously because of my skin. Well, maybe for you. Maybe you're an idiot who has no qualifications for anything else. But uh, I'm pretty sure the stuff I got, I earned. Stuff I got, I'm still paying off. Stuff I got, I'm still scrambling to get by. Okay, so spare me how I got it so easy. I found that uh, my white supremacy or my, my, I'm sorry, my white privilege, my white privilege really kicks in the harder I work. It's weird how that works. There's a direct correlation between the two, I would suggest. All right, since we mentioned COVID, let's talk about COVID for a second president of the united states was captured the other day when he was leaving lake tahoe i think when he was leaving pilates class or whatever this guy is just a real piece of he's it's an amazing thing that this guy is so oblivious and i just have to use the phrase because it is and i apologize in advance although i dropped an f-bomb earlier in regards to cancer that is justified he's such a dick that's just the perfect way to describe joe biden he's a dick He's asked about the new variants in COVID. You still, you don't want to get COVID. You don't want to get anything. You don't want to get the sniffles. You just don't. It's an inconvenience. Even if it doesn't really set you on your ass, it's a massive inconvenience. So to sit there and go, oh, we got to make guard put the mask. We got schools putting the masks back on. Haven't we determined? Haven't we discovered? Haven't we proven that the masks don't work? There are, there's now a push by Joe Biden, and you, you have to sit there and you have to go, thank God Republicans control the House of Representatives when you hear what you're about to hear. And then you'll also go, why the hell didn't Republicans put up better candidates for the Senate? But when you hear what the president has, there's a new vaccine coming and he wants everybody to take it for this new variant that is in the United States, allegedly. Can't really trust them on that, but it also seems to be, Knockwood wood, less deadly than all the others. But listen to the President of the United States being asked about this. check the cases and new variant. Yes, I can. As a matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. And tentatively not decided finally yet tentatively it is recommended to it would like to be recommended that everybody get it, no matter what they got before new vaccine more money for a new vaccine let's have that money give me that mo money mo money mo money want a vaccine that we're hey there's a novel idea um you can't know if a vaccine works inside of a couple of months. We discovered that, did we not? Yet, this is the President of the United States. This is the focus. He wants to try and get people to get this new vaccine that, I don't know, is it developed yet? It's supposed to take on the new variant, whatever, and he wants to force everybody to do it. Now, will he actually, he doesn't have the authority to do that. Will he have the ability to really push it? I don't know. I'm not really sure, but it is worth noting that this is out there. This is how the President of the United States works and functions and thinks. He declared COVID over with, but there's an election coming. Oh, wait a second. Isn't that a little bit conspiratorial? Yeah, it is. But sometimes conspiracy theories are true. (laughs) Sometimes you're not paranoid. They really are out to get you. Anyway, that is enough for today. Rest in peace, Joe Wurzelbacher. You can go to patreon.com slash Derek Hunter Podcast or Derek to start.com uh, to support the show. But go to Give, Send, Go instead and uh, help out the Wurzelbacher family. We'll be back tomorrow with another program. Thanks for listening. Have a great one.